A Podcast One production. Hi, I'm Nat Kringudis. And I'm Cecilia Ramsdale. Welcome to The Wellness Collective, a podcast where we invite you to be part of our wellness community to share, learn and live better. Good. Hello, Nat Kringudis. I was going to say good morning, but it might not be morning when you're listening, so... Good times, Cecilia. (laughs) Good times, Natalie. (laughs) Welcome to the Wellness Collective. Thanks for joining us once again. Mm -hmm. You know how sometimes in life you might not be across something. We talked about it with matrescence. Yes. All of a sudden. was like a a light bulb. mm, Mm. You know how you've never thought about something and then all of a sudden it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. So we met this guest that we've got today and I was talking to someone the other day and she said to me, I have discovered this thing called emotional tapping. It is amazing. And I went, oh, my goodness, we just did an interview with someone and we're going to turn it into a podcast very soon and here we are today. So twice it's come up. See? In it's this been, little it's point, been part of time. pulled into your hemisphere. My your, conscience. Yes, your conscience. Yeah. You know, I first um, fell in love with tapping a very long time ago. Mm. I probably did my first lot of tapping more than 10 years ago. But what I also love is it's kind of based around Chinese medicine um, and acupressure points. So it makes sense to me. Yeah, well, that's right. So you can (laughs) fall back on it. Okay, so that's what we're talking about today, tapping. It's not putting things on your feet and making noises like... Tap dance. Which I kind of like. We should do an episode on that, though. That probably brings you joy in a different way. We could learn how to tap dance. Maybe you could get rid of things that are emotional blockages through tap dancing. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's a potentiality, isn't it? (laughs) Anything is possible as we're learning. Occasionally people reach out to us and say, I would love to be part of the Wellness Collective. Our guest today did exactly that. And you, as you say, a lover of tap, (laughs) was, uh, was very excited to get into this chat. So let's do it. Let's see what can happen when you start to do the tap. I am Lorna Hollinger. I run the Australian Tapping Institute and effectively I train people to be EFT practitioners and life coaches. Okay, what's EFT? Emotional Freedom Techniques and its little colloquial name is Tapping, Australian Tapping Institute. Okay, so Emotional so they're not sitting there Freedom walk- Techniques. They're not walking around with a hammer just like chuk, 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 That's not what we're no, talking about. No, no, no. It's and not- it's not tap dancing. Let's get that out there as well. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone ever called you and said, oh, I've looked I've my whole life I've been thinking I really want to do tapping and I've I've come to you because this is gonna change my life and you get they come to you and they've got a pair of tap shoes and like, oh dear. You actually have people in the business awards and you put yourself in a category and they ring and go, Are you not meant to be in dancing? <laughs> No, 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 I'm not. See, there you go. So for those people who don't understand what tapping is, let's cut straight to the chase. Can you tell us what tapping is? Okay, what is tapping? So what it physically is, is we're a big bag of energy. Humans have energy circuitry. You talked about it before, meridians. The Chinese found them, what, 5,000 years ago. They all run through the body. So let me give you a quick thing. What do you do when you pick up a baby? We tap it. Oh, yeah. You do, actually, don't you? And we tap its bottom. Yeah. Humans instinctively know tapping calms the body. Wow. Isn't that interesting? But you know what? We call that patting. But imagine if you were part of the Australian Patting Institute. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when I use the hashtag tap that, I get a lot of different (laughs) interests in in some of my posts. Oh, gosh. So I love that we can laugh about this because it's really serious and tapping has at times changed my life and I love it. So keep telling us. So so down the back 
in the body are all these meridian circuitry, which is why we tap babies. Okay, I love that. Good analogy. It calms the body. So one, when the, the stress response, the fight or flight, when it's triggering, the brain is going back to old memories to go, this doesn't feel safe because it's got to go find a reference point as to why this thing happening to you now doesn't feel good and triggers your stress response. A dog barks, your mum says something, he says something, thinks something happens to trigger you now. Your brain's got to get a reference point for that. So it goes back into the memory banks. So imagine you've got in your brain a little recipe card system. Mm -hmm. So you stood up in class when you were five and you said something and all the kids laughed at you. And then you get to high school and they go, give a speech, and you're up on stage and all the kids are heckling you. And you take your homework home and Dad goes, oh, I'm too busy, go away. All of your brain sticks this in this little reference card that says speaking up and being seen isn't exactly safe. I get ridiculed. I don't feel good. So when you come into your workplace and your boss goes, you're going to give public speaking tomorrow, your brain goes, I don't think so, because every other time I've been seen and been publicly put out, out there, it didn't feel good. So if we reach back into this place that feels yuck and that's what our brain is doing, how does EFT or tapping, not patting, how does that actually help us? Like what, what can we do to, to get over that feeling? Okay, so unlike a lot of other therapies, the basis of tapping is let's look at the negative. So let's actually look at the negative stuff that's happened. So imagine you're my client. I well, Actually, no, on your own, with your journal, that didn't feel good you would go back to the old memories and actually tap while thinking about the old ah. memories. So tapping very much is, if I can use an analogy, tabletop, table legs. Your tabletop is, today I don't feel good doing public speaking. I'm scared my boss is going to put me out of the front of people. The table legs that we want to work in, I felt ridiculed when I was five. The kids at the high school heckled me. Dad told me to go away. All those things make your tabletop real. Right. It's an easy way to explain it. So if I'm tapping with you or you're tapping with you, go to your table legs. Let's take ourselves into when I was five, that didn't feel safe. So I'll tap on that. When I was five, I was not safe. When I was five, I was ridiculed. What that does is it rewires the brain's memory and trigger on that thought, on that event. So in order to make these tappings work, we have to be thinking about something specific at the time? Not necessarily because your brain is smart enough. It knows what it packed away in that little recipe box. So it knows what went into the I don't feel safe box. So and if you were on your own and decided to tap on just public speaking scares me, to a certain extent your brain will know where to go. And so with that then, can we just fill in the gap? How yeah. is it that the tapping activates that do we know so as in how does it work on the body yeah so you know you're going okay you're recognizing that pa tapping helps to basically rewire the brain yes mm -hmm. um and the tapping part of that obviously you're tapping on specific locations you're not just winging it tapping on your butt <laughs> tapping on your <laughs> calf you know like there are locations that you tap whatever's available <laughs> great so your meridians have a top and a bottom so there's the the top happens to be on the torso the bottom happens to be on the lower part of the body so you're tapping on that actual spot activates it, it, it seems to send messages through that circuitry that calms those circuitries so it's it's the the Electricity in those circuitry when fight or flight triggers, 
that actually causes the distress in the body and releases fight or flight. So it, it, it does exactly what it's saying it does. It taps into yeah. the memory to rewire the brain. Correct. And are there specific spots? So you say at the top and the bottom, but it, like, is it like a trade secret? You're not allowed to let people know where the spot <laughs> no, no, no. particularly is? <laughs> if you went and Googled um, or actually YouTubed, you know, energy meridians, you would actually see where they come from. So they might start at the end of your thumb, circle around your thumb, go to your elbow, go to your shoulder and then down into your chest bone. And is and it different? Another... Sorry, keep going. Yeah, there's one. lots and lots of them all through the body. There isn't just one. Right, and it, there are and loads does a of them. specific meridian point work for specific people? Like, do I have one in my arm that is better than the one in Nat's leg? Like, do you know what I mean? No, like, hang on, you're getting confused. So Lorna's talking yeah, about the meridians themselves. Special. Lorna's talking about each 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 meridian stems from an organ, and it goes either it has a pathway. Yeah, yeah. No, but I when get you're that. doing tapping. Correct me if I'm wrong, Lorna. The points are the same for everybody. There's a sequence of points that you use in tapping that actually have this effect on the body. It doesn't change between you and me. Right, But your points don't change either. Your points, Mm -hmm. everyone has the same meridians. Everyone has the same points on the meridian. Yep, so it should work on the same things for me and you. Right, except your childhood traumas or past traumas (laughs) or whatever they are are going to be different, obviously, to mine. But they can be treated by the same... Tapping areas. That's right, because you're just using the actual recreation of or the the recall of that that feeling or um, trauma or whatever that is, and then tapping it through helps to, Lorna will tell you, but move it through the body kind of and reprogram things. Wow. Am I yeah, right, Lorna? right. Yeah, you're, you're on the money. I've done Absolutely. some tapping in my past. Can you tell? <laughs> I actually love tapping, I have to say, but I don't do it enough. Um, you know, a lot of some people, I guess, meditate. I guess others of us could tap. Mm-hmm. And it has a similar effect. Mm. It does. So here's the difference between tapping and, and meditation. Meditation, you tend to have to take yourself off a little way, somewhere private, set a time or, or, or go into your own little space. Imagine you're in your car, you're sitting in the office, something happens. You can actually tap quite incognito that nobody else really Really? notices. Yeah, that's the beauty. You can use it in the moment. So when you look at tapping videos, they're tapping on their face, they're tapping under their eye. That's going to be really obvious if you're sitting on public transport. Yeah. That you're tapping around your face. But imagine putting your hand just flat on your chest, and just tapping, get up on the top of your chest kind of thing. It's if you're tapping to music, as if you're kind of tapping away. No one's really going to pay any attention to that because mm. you're just kind of doing your own thing in your own groove. But you can be tapping like that in any public situation. There's meridian points on the ends of your fingers. So if you're in the office, you could put your hand under the desk even in a stressful meeting and be tapping on the end of your fingertips and still helping to calm the stress response in your body in that meeting. So when I've tapped, and I I guess you probably teach people this as well, to use there's obviously a sequence. You're talking about just using specific points, but in the privacy of your own home, if you really are trying to deal with some type of major changes, um, you would use the sequence in tapping. Correct. Can you get it wrong? I always get freaked out (laughs) because we should explain to people. So just talk it through. You start tapping where? Where do you activate or start to activate the process? So generally people will start on the karate chops up, that soft squeaky bit that runs underneath your pinky on the side of your hand. I know your, your audio can't see it, but yeah, imagine running from your pinky the squeaky bit before you get to your wrist. Yes. We start tapping there. Mm-hmm. 
even though I'm stressed about today, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. So you generally always start with something like that, even though I feel like I don't want to go and, or even though I feel scared to public speak today, I completely love and accept myself. Correct. It's the idea of having some exposure therapy where Mm -hmm. I'm exposing myself to what my problem is and adding together what my affirmation is that I actually, I'm still okay. Regardless of that, I'm still okay. So it's about identifying the pain and then reminding yourself that you're okay. Yeah, self-acceptance, absolutely. Right, right. So that's kind of where you start and you do that three times. Yep. So you say that process three times whilst tapping on that point. Correct. And let's just keep it simple. Yes. Two sentences. Yep. Even though I'm fear of public speaking, I love and accept myself. Mm -hmm. Videos and they go to YouTube, people just complicate it and they think, (laughs) oh my God, it's so hard. It's not. Yeah, great. Okay, love that. Two simple. sentences. I like it. Is it something that you need somebody to guide you through or are you saying that once you kind of get the basics, you can do it yourself and you can rely upon it? Totally. Totally do it yourself. Yeah. I've just talked you out of a job there. Sorry, Lorna. No, no. No, you, no, no, it, no, that's I, In my experience, it's really important to do it with someone that knows what they're doing first to help yeah. set you up and I still get it wrong. Um, I've, sometimes I have to, if I haven't done it for a while, I'll YouTube tapping and be reminded of the sequence. So let's keep going. So you're tapping and you've said your affirmation. Now where do we go with the tapping? So we're going to go to the facial points. And now if I can just add in, you actually can't get it wrong. And if you miss a point, it doesn't matter. Right. I always and wondered that. And if you that, don't I like it, I, <laughs> don't, I don't do any tapping under the arm. When I first started my practice, big busted women in Australia with sweaty armpits. Oh, yeah. No, fair enough. We're not tapping under there. <laughs> We're just so, skip, skipping that step. Good for I you. Just, for I just that. completely skip it and I've had no, nothing of my clients hasn't worked because I haven't used that point. Sure. Okay. So then where so do we the, go next? So we go, we go the eyebrow. So yes. kind of where the hairline ends between the eyes. Do we do it on both middle. two hands or one hand? You can just do one. You can huh. do both. It doesn't matter. You're equal across your body. So right. one, then to the side of the eye, not in the eye, but yeah, to the side of the eye. So that then on the, that sort of I'm not affirming. Bone. I'm tapping, but I'm I'm not. I'm kind she's of just, just in the forest. You, she's okay, teaching good. you how to do it. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> just, just, just stay in the forest for now. Don't don't complicate it. <laughs> she's trying to do all the things at once. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, what, no. what do I? What, what dark past manifesting should I be doing right now? No, no, okay, you're not tapping. on a dark path. You're just here in the moment, just okay, tapping good. with your okay. fingers on your yep. body. Yep, under your nose. Okay, we're tapping under our noses. We're doing beautiful. This. And do we yes. tap with one finger or do we tap with multiple fingers? I usually do two, two or three fingers. Whatever's going to fit okay. on the spot. Now, I'd just like to point out: if you're listening to this right now, there will be videos on our Instagram <laughs> Wellness Collective Podcast. Oh, yes, go check it out. So, if okay. you need some uh, guidance, we can help you. Yeah. Yes, I'm sitting here tapping on our fingers um, on the crease line of the chin. Mm-hmm. That collarbone point, which is kind of—I call it the squeegee bit rather than the bone. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Is yeah. that soft squeegee bit? Yeah. And then right on the top of the head, right. Oh, I'm, I'm feeling quite invigorated, I've got to say. You're crazy. They're Me. the basic points. Why? That's the point of it, right? No. Things are flowing. <laughs> totally. And it's, it, look, it's, it's weird, it's kooky, it looks weird, uh, but it works. Where do we go next? From the top of the head? Back to your eyebrow. Back to your eyebrow. Oh, right, okay. okay. So awesome. that's kind of called one round. Okay. And you that's keep cool doing round. that. So just to then give people a full full shebagabag of that, you would still talk to yourself whilst you're tapping those other places. To, that's why I was laughing at you because you're going, oh, I'm feeling invigorated, but you're just tapping. <laughs> what you then would do is you would then go and continue to say and talk through the feelings and what someone had said to you and how that felt and, mm. and that's the part of the, the changing. Mm. Because I think, to not to make light of it, because it can be quite profound some of the changes that you can make with somebody mm. when you are using this type of therapies. 
We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, Lorna is going to tell us some of the cool and wonderful things that she's used tapping for. Thanks for joining us on this episode of The Wellness Collective. Right, back into it. More tapping, not with your feet, but I do love that idea. Lorna Hollinger is our guest today. She's from the Australian Tapping Institute. I'd love to hear some of the things that you've actually Yeah, what have you seen? And seen. So let me give you my favourite client. She was an agoraphobic mum. So she was a mum who rang me and said, I've got agoraphobia. I wasn't even sure what that was. And I said, would, would you like to come to my studio? And silence <laughs> on the other end, she goes, didn't I tell you I had agoraphobia? <laughs> oh, yes, you did. And I laughed it off and went, oh, I was just testing. <laughs> now I know what it is. So I had, I, I worked on the phone. <laughs> so professional. Don't worry, um, we've all been there, yep. So I worked for about six sessions with her and we never talked agoraphobia once because uh-huh. agoraphobia is that tabletop. Mm-hmm. So what, one of the sessions I walked with her and she hadn't been out of the house for like three months. So what I did with her was said, okay, let's think about the front door. How stressed are you? I'm a 10. So we literally did a couple of rounds, the front door, and we tapped on the front door. And then I said, okay, can you look at the front door? She goes, I'm okay now. Pick up your car keys. She picked up her house keys and car keys. How stressed do you feel? Really stressed. We did some tapping on just looking at the car keys. And then we had her walk down the hallway. And as she got stressed again, I got her to stop, tell me, and we tapped on how stressed she felt. In 45 minutes in that sequence, I had her out on the front footpath. Wow. Just by taking it step by step, what's the fear? As the fear peaks in her flight or fright response triggers, let's tap on that. What are you feeling right now? And, yeah, 45 minutes, she was out on the front footpath. That was such a transformation her. She had a little three-year-old. She hadn't been to dance classes. She was missing out on playgroups. She couldn't go swimming lessons. So for weeks after, I would get selfies of her and the daughter in the car out driving and out going places, just this this mum got her life back. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, you don't want me to tell you what the amazing. big trigger was? What? She hated her in-laws and hated visiting them. They put her down and it manifests as agoraphobia. If wow. I've got to go out of the house, he'll take me to my in-laws. Mm, wow. So that wow. was a way of so I wonder Survival. if there is an element too of, you know, when you trick your brain into you know, being distracted by something. Do you think there's a little element of that as well? Like you can only do so many things at once in that brain. So if you're tapping and you, you're tapping on yourself, so you're concentrating on that and you're thinking about the thing that's stressing you, all of a sudden maybe your brain's a bit like, oh, hang on, I need to concentrate on the tapping and then the other thing doesn't <laughs> feel quite as heavy. I don't know. No, I think, I don't know, maybe, but I do think that some of the things that I've seen tapping, you know, transform aren't light-hearted. They're heavy no. stuff. No. Well, what are yeah. the kind of things that... Yeah, what um, are some of the other other things? Yeah. That just let's list some things. So let's list some things. So always remembering this tabletop, table leg analogy. We've had I've had people come who their business wasn't thriving, but, of course, we didn't talk about business. We talked about what was going on underneath, their relationship. So I've had people, um, particularly in the party plan direct selling industry, I did a lot of work there in my very early days, so they were getting their cars, they were getting their trips, they were getting the stuff they needed and wanted by clearing away the thoughts of I'm not good enough, mm. I'm a fraud. You guys did an article a few weeks back on um, the imposter syndrome, yeah. your podcast. That's exactly what plays out with people. Mm-hmm. So when people come to me with a something, business, it's usually that imposter stuff. Yeah. So we've done tapping on physical ailments. The, the actual, I've had a sore knee, I've got a sore hip, um, 
Dr. Tia was on a TV show recently. Um, I don't know if you guys saw saw the TV show. No. And, and he was an advocate. The woman went, let's tap on your sore hip, and he goes, it's, it's done. Because so often things are emotional. So it was pretty amazing. So there's so many, when we say use tapping on everything, it's because we don't use it on the thing someone can tell you is the problem because that's never the thing. It's the thing that's holding the thing up, table leg. And what about going back to the baby analogy? If we have someone else doing it to us, is it more effective? Are they able to take on that physical aspect of it while we concentrate on the feelings? Not necessarily. In, in tapping, particularly if you go to see a practitioner, nobody touches each other. Oh, okay, right. Yep. You tap on yourself. Part of that is self-empowerment. Yep. Um, and part of it's just I, I don't need to touch you for it to work. You, you are doing it to yourself. I want you to leave my, my, my client room empowered to do it on yourself as well. Mm. Where a practitioner works is you were saying earlier about, you know, I'm a bit distracted. What will happen in your brain is you're getting so far into your issue and then making that cup of tea is going to be really important. Picking up your mobile phone and check your message is going to suddenly become important because your brain will take you away from where it doesn't feel safe. Mm. So your brain's going to go, I'm out of here. Whereas with your practitioner, you're sitting with someone, they're going to hold you in that space and help you clear it. Oh, it's like everything, isn't it? Yeah, I've, yeah. Used, tapping, I've used tapping for lots of things, but one of the most profound things I used tapping for um, was around finance and money back like maybe mm. seven or eight years ago where I... <laughs> Did you sit and look at a $100 bill? <laughs> tap, tap, tap. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that would make it go away. No, no, no. What we recognised was, though, for me, was that um, I used to ask my mum when we were little, Mum, are we rich? And she used to always say, no, we have just enough. So for me, just enough was like scraping the bottom of the barrel. So every time there was more than enough, I would sabotage that and, and spend everything to just have enough So because mm-hmm. that felt safe for me. Yeah, so right. so yeah. that's what I had to tap through. It was like just enough doesn't mean <laughs> just enough or not quite enough. That's how I interpreted it as a child. Mm. But I remember, you know, and, and I have to constantly work on this because it's still not quite. Um, not just necessarily in a money sense, but just in a sense because everything's all about just scraping over the line. So did you yeah. have to rephrase that in your mind? Did you come up with a different saying that made was more positive? Um, yeah, I have to always bring myself back to like an abundance mindset, not a scarcity mindset. But and and but I, I yeah, I did. I had to say, you know, even though it feels safe to just have enough, um, I can't remember what I had to actually say. Yeah, right. End, but no, it was about, really about changing changing that because that was my safety. And so many of us are living like that where we fit, yeah. we have a what you would see and what logic would see as a negative um, thought pattern, mm. but it's safe for us to th- feel that or think yeah. that because it's what we've always known and what we've always done. I think the biggest part is actually recognising that that's the way you're thinking and then that can change. I mean, I can remember being like in my early 20s and I had this... I think about a 12-month period where I was just really not in a great headspace and I realised that I'd adopted this way of thinking that was literally, if you think nothing good's going to happen, then when good things happen, right. that's a bonus, you know. And I can't remember mm-hmm. what got me to that. It was probably just being a moody, you know, early teen, 20-something. But um, once I recognised that and went, actually, that's just dumb and let it go, there was no tapping involved, but I think that probably would have been quite helpful. Right. You know, like it, that changes everything. It's mm. funny, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I but- think language creates your whole existence. Mm. Oh, absolutely. If, if you say there's, there's just enough, you're going to have just enough. 
if you say I've got this, I've always got loads of money kicking around, there's always plenty. That's Miraculous, right. Miraculous, it seems to be plenty. You, and you get with your order. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, totally. But, for, I mean, my mum was trying to teach me not to be greedy. Yeah. But it totally backfired. <laughs> it totally <laughs> backfired, like, you know, to the point of sabotage. And so how many other times? And that also it's as a child it's our interpretation of that. Of course. Yep. So, you know, we've, we've been now led to believe that it's a certain way and that just becomes our reality. Mm-hmm. So that's just Correct. one example. But, but you know, there's... There's nothing you can't really use this type of therapy for. And I think anything that really changes or gets into the subconscious and changes that is absolutely profound. Oh, yeah. And also... It can't hurt, right? You can't damage yourself with time. Correct. Unless you poke yourself in the eye 16 no, times but, over. Yeah, I mean, more, more on a psychological level. It's not like you, you think of something that was hurtful or whatever and the tapping's going to do anything other than try and clear it from you. And if it doesn't clear it, it's because your brain is keeping you safe from that, mm-hmm. like it's always done. And mm. that, that to me is when you need a practitioner to get you through some of that stuff. So, Lorna, we are running out of time, but I want to ask the question we probably should have asked at the beginning. How was it that you actually got... became interested in tapping and was there a story behind that um yes pretty much when I I was already a life coach I was already an NLP practitioner had a thriving practice and I thought there was something missing between people leaving my studio and coming back the next week and I would get texts from people you know this has happened this has happened I think this this to me there was something missing Mm. and then a girlfriend just had said you need to go and look at this kooky stuff Really? Okay. <laughs> we'll and work. once I experienced it, that was me sold. Until then, I was totally resistant. I'm a science head. Really, this cannot possibly be real until I experienced it. Oh, isn't that amazing? That whole thing about you you come with preconceived ideas about things. And the more I learn, the more I realise that 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 is exactly how we all kind of walk through. I remember going to an osteopath with my son when he was a baby because he had a bit of a flat spot on his head and someone had recommended going to the osteo and I'd never been to an osteo before. And so I went to this guy and uh, he said to me straight up, he's like, it's going to look like I'm not doing anything just so you know. And I went, okay, this is... Great, wait till I tell my husband that he lied (laughs) on the bed and didn't do anything to him. Exactly. But he was due for a feed. He was only about four months old at the time. And I said, do you mind if I breastfeed him? because um, he needs a feed. And he said, yeah, that's fine. I can treat him while you do it. And I went, okay. So I started feeding him and the, the osteo put his hands literally around my son's head and he just stood there like this. And I was like, okay, yep, this is rubbish. Uh, but I then felt my baby's body relax and release in my arms. Like it, it was it was a physical reaction to this just being held and it was incredible and I thought I'm so glad I had that opportunity to experience it that way because I totally would have gone, that was a waste of $70, I'm never going back. But, yeah, so I think it's good to have an open mind but that, that actual experience of something does <laughs> does clear things yeah, up, absolutely. doesn't it? So before we let you go, Lana, how long and how often do we need to be doing tapping to get some results from it? Uh, my recommendation is, or my prescription is, if you do five minutes a day, set a timer, just do five minutes a day, don't overcomplicate it, every day. That's it. Okay. And do we you need to... You will get huge change just from that. Okay. And do we need to concentrate on just the one thing for a period of time or five minutes a day and you can vary it up depending on what's, you know, bothering you that day? Do it on what's bothering you that day, but stick to the one topic in each of the sessions. So don't sort of be thinking about what he shared, said and she said and what that happened and my grocery list, one one topic. 
mm-hmm. in each of the sessions will get you shift and change in that. And you'll have other things pop up when you're doing it. That's very normal that other thoughts will come in. Stick to the one. And also, is this a good method to keep up your sleeve for the middle of the night when you wake up and you have those arguments with someone who's not there, who you're never actually going to have that conversation with? Because I've had a few of them lately and, wow, I'm so over those. Yeah. I, I will tell you that, that, that tapping change, um, actually saved my ex-husband's life because that's what I did. I tapped on those things rather than tried to kill him. <laughs> so it's perfect for those situations when you argue with someone else who's not in the room. <laughs> that is so funny. And just keep tapping. So we do venting tapping. We do swearing tapping. Oh, venting. Where somebody actually just totally, completely lets rip. Yeah. But do some tapping while you're doing it to kind of rewire it so Love it doesn't. It. Keep playing the story. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, Lorna. <laughs> just a swearing tirade, but just tap through that. Absolutely. <laughs> Do something with it because otherwise it comes back. That's true. Yeah, it does. I know. Yeah. Lorna, where can our listeners find you? So if you go to the Australian Tapping Institute.com.au, um, I have some freebies on that website as well. Top right hand side, there is some home study programs. People can go and enroll in our freebie programs. Um, one's a tapping, one's a coaching-based program. Of course, there's our paid practitioner. If anyone wanted to take this further and, and look at being a practitioner, the two 3D courses are there and, yeah, everyone's welcome to them. Awesome. Thank you so much for chatting with us today. Thank you. This has just been fabulous. I said, I, I love your podcast. I listen to it, so it's been great Aww. to actually connect with you guys. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Lorna. We're very Brilliant. happy to have you. And um, just one other thing before we go. Do you remember when we did do our first podcast about tapping? Do you remember Heidi talking about you can do it with animals as well? No, but of course, of course you could. You just don't know what the animal's actually saying or thinking. Yeah, can we you can do, do it with acupuncture with animals? But how do you do tapping? I have with a graduate who who lives in Tassie who has an equine therapy, and she does tapping videos in the paddock on herself while you watch the horses falling oh. asleep with her. What? And all the dogs come and lay down beside her on her tapping videos. So and she's it, tapping on her. Yeah. But with the intention for the, the animal. Energy. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's really it, it is, it's talking, amazing. That's next, next level, Ooga Booger. I love it. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, no, I'm talking about if you, you tap on the animal itself, but I like that idea that you, you present the energy and the animal picks up on it because they are very perceptive on that I know. Level. I don't think that you can do that with an anim- to the animal because it's like doing it to you. That wouldn't be... Because mm, you've got to have the, the mindset. You don't really know if the horse is traumatised by not having enough feed when it was three years old in a paddock <laughs> on its own. You don't know that. <laughs> And my cat doesn't seem to be too too uh, happy with it being tapped and patted and yeah. My cat Pat is them. so freaking moody. I don't think she's would, looking for a therapy. Oh, I reckon she could do with some tapping. That's so funny. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't Go know on. why I find horse tapping so interesting. <laughs> I know that they're not ha- tapping the horses, but the, the idea of a horse starting to tap is quite the visual. <laughs> Hard with hooves. Can't do it yourself. Very difficult. That's hard with hooves. I imagine most things with hooves are pretty difficult. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want to get it. How do they itch themselves? If you had an itchy back, you're, you're, you're ruined. Maybe they don't itch. 
Oh, I can't because they get flies all over them. Why Very are we talking about this? question. <laughs> Here we go. There's something for 2020. Let's discover <laughs> do horses itch on the Wellness Collective. Wow. We really do have an endless supply of topics. This is amazing. <laughs> hey, thank you for joining us. Oh, this is a, yes, this has been one of my favourite topics because I do love the benefits of tapping. Um, we are very uh, keen to see some new reviews. Absolutely. Look, we are recording this at the end of 2019. You may not be listening to it then, but there's a little bit of delirium that's set in, let's face it, because we've done an awful lot of episodes of the Wellness Collective this year. We've covered all kinds of topics. It's been amazing. And uh, if you haven't had a chance to go back and discover some of those, we will be doing a, a best of the year and a bit of a wrap up mm-hmm. episode coming soon. Yes. So if you're listening to this one and you think, oh, well, let's get a little taster of what else there's been, or maybe just a refresher. Maybe you remember hearing something and you can't remember which episode it was in. Well, stick around for the coming episodes and Mm -hmm. it will all become apparent. But once again, thank you for your company throughout this uh, collective journey. Absolutely. I'm talking to you, actually, Oh, Natalie. me. I thought you were talking about our listeners. Oh, no. Well, we can't oh, do it without you, you listeners. No. Well, we can't do it without any of us. So we need no. the collective. Yes. That's the whole point. That's what it's um, all about. So, yes, absolutely. Make sure that you're hanging out with us also on Instagram, the Wellness Collective podcast. Yes. But until next time, Cecilia. We hope that you are feeling a little bit happier. Healthier. And better. 